Hello and welcome to Fempreneur. Yes, you can, ladies. This interview series is specifically geared towards celebrating female entrepreneurs. I want to celebrate who they are, what they went through, how they got to where they are. And honestly, the biggest celebration for this one is the simple fact that they chose to go for it for themselves. We all know that the hardest step in being an entrepreneur is taking that first step, followed closely by not giving up on yourself when the going gets tough, especially for a female entrepreneur. That's what this channel is for. I'm here to interview, to give light, to give all of the praise that you absolutely deserve to all of the ladies on this channel. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Okay, so today I am here with my beautiful friend Amber from Flow with Amber. She is a yoga teacher and she has actually changed the way that I look at and the way that I love yoga altogether. So back in North America, I actually, I'm a certified yoga instructor and I kind of always felt that I did, I did yoga because I kind of felt like I had to do yoga. I knew it was good to me or good for me. So I forced myself to do it, but I never truly enjoyed it. I did it because I knew it was something that I should do for my body. So I did it. And at the place that I was working at the time, it was required of me. And I remember thinking, how dare you anyways? I was being paid to do yoga. Uh -huh. Like it was like a lovely gift to my body and I was being paid to do it. So I was like, okay, right. like get over yourself. Yeah. But on the inside, I just never truly enjoyed it until I took Amber's classes and it just totally changed the entire dynamic of yoga to me. It was really, really heartfelt and just so much more to it. I love the way that you, you keep us thinking through the movements. Even when we're held in a posture, you keep our minds focused. And that was always one of my biggest setbacks with yoga is when I was holding a posture, my mind would start to wander and it would get busy again. Yeah. And I'd start thinking about the groceries and I'd right. start thinking about the kids <laughs> and, the, and the dishes. And I'd be like, no, 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 just for one hour. Just yeah, let me focus please. on my body mm -hmm. and me but you do a beautiful job of keeping us really Aww. engaged uh, with your music, with your movements, with your, with your words. It's really, really lovely. So thank you, thank you for doing what you do and for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Jess. And we are gonna jump right into question number one. So did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? If not, when did you come to that realization or make that decision for yourself? Mm, definitely did not ever know I wanted to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> did not know. No, had no idea. <laughs> Um, both of my parents are entrepreneurs and I have always been a teacher. I was a public school fifth grade teacher right. in Arizona for seven years and that is my gift. Teaching is what I'm good at. It's my dharma. It is what I'm meant to be doing. Um, but I always thought like, no, I'm a fifth grade reading teacher. That's what I am. Until I realized, hey, this job is actually like draining me mm -hmm. and the public school system is difficult and the politics and everything and this isn't serving me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I have these gifts, but I'm not, I'm not feeling good about serve, like using them here. So I made a big decision to leave that life and leave it all behind and right. jumped on a plane to Costa Rica and came here to do my yoga teacher training. And that was two years ago, May right. 31st, two years ago, um, that I did that, made that decision. And after that, I was traveling around in Costa Rica, up the coast, enjoying all these beach towns, and I landed in Samra, the best beach in Costa Rica. Truth. True story. <laughs> and um, ever since I arrived, I was like, you know what? I can like, I can use the skill that I have now. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm certified. Right. I can do this. 
and I jumped right into leading my own business. Right. And yeah. I think that that is such a cool point to make because um, there was only one woman in this entire so far in who I've inter interviewed that actually said they knew from a young age, high school she said, that she wanted to be an entrepreneur. Everybody else that I've spoken to either had no idea or like literally didn't even know what entrepreneurship was, had never even, <laughs> I had never even heard the word um, right. <laughs> until like my, my early 20s and then started to kind of dive into what that was. Mm -hmm. And um, so beautiful being that this really, really, this topic, or not topic, I should say, this um, point being that our previous jobs in life, whether they were entrepreneurial or not, always give us these tools. Yeah. So I think that there's a mindset in life and in general where people are like, okay, so I wanna be a teacher when I grow up. Mm -hmm. So you go and you do all the things. You go to school, you're like, teacher. Teacher is my focus, teacher is my end game. Yeah, that is, that is yeah. it. So you go and you do the thing and then you get there and you're like, this isn't quite it. I enjoyed it, I loved it, I was passionate about it, but that, that flame is fading. Right. And so you chose to, to move forward and kind of follow your gut instinct and move in a different direction. Where I see people hold themselves back mostly is, I thought that was my dream and now it wasn't and I feel like I failed yeah. or I feel like I was wrong, yeah. you know, but you weren't wrong. You were so not wrong because all of those skills just fed into your gift yeah. and now you were able to extract so many of those skills to build into this new business. Absolutely. And it's just like this different perspective and mindset on like building blocks as opposed to like this is it and that's your end game and that's where you right. are forever. You throw it out when we're so young, no. you know, like 30, 40, 50, I don't care how old you are, like you are young, there is no no time limit on when you can decide, you know what, this isn't quite what it was before. Yeah what else can I do with my skills yeah. and with my gifts? Yeah, not feeling guilty about it. Like there was definitely so much guilt and fear and like, but I'm a teacher, this is what I this is what I am. When you right. identify yourself with your career, right. then you have this attachment and this expectation and you realize so much of that is you just putting pressure on yourself. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, it's not what everyone else, no one else cares that I'm right. not teaching anymore. Yeah. Like it's only me that really cares. Right, I mean, um, I'm sure your students miss yeah, you. Yeah. But um, also like, this is what I do but also that um, this is providing me a good life and a steady income. So yeah. how dare I? Yeah, give that up. How dare I give yeah. that up and how dare I be, you have this so selfish that I think I deserve or I want more or something yeah. different. When that's not what it's about. Right. It's not about being selfish and it's not about um, not thinking that what, you, or not being thankful for what you already have. Right. But being able to recognize inside of yourself that this is no longer um, lighting you up. Yeah. Um, and being able to act on that is is a really really powerful thing. Yeah Do you know how many people like reach out to me and just say things like I love like seeing what you're doing right now Like you look so happy you look healthy you look mm -hmm. vibrant like you look totally different than you did when you were teaching Right and as much as like we know you're a great teacher like you're in your element right now And that's such like the the, the validation of course that right. like Yes, you're right. Like I am doing something. I do look more vibrant and I'm glowing because I'm like, I'm in my flow. I'm doing right. what makes me happy. You feel it, so, right? Yeah. You feel it. And yeah, yeah I, I love, I love the people that take the time to, to write those messages. Like yes. truly like yeah. gifts to this world. A hundred percent. So Amber, tell me about your business. What do you do? <laughs> Oh, good question. Um, so my business is called Flow with Amber and I'm a yoga teacher mm -hmm. and an entrepreneur in the sense that I don't only just do the physical practice, but I also um, tie in different mind-body workshops. I like to 
really branch out into different avenues to keep my practice and to keep my energy flowing. Mm -hmm. So I have an online platform where I teach Zoom classes like three times a week. And then I teach in person, which Jess gets to come to my classes. Lucky me. <laughs> in front of the beach. It's quite, uh, quite a nice spot to do yoga. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so leading yoga classes and then also leading workshops like my chakra course that I've developed. So like you said earlier, these stepping stones of our old jobs or old careers, these are all things that have helped me in my new career as being this entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so the creative lesson planning that I used to love as a teacher, now I'm able to do with um, my chakra course that I've developed. It's like an eight course series yeah. and it's like teaching philosophy, chanting, meditation. Um, yoga, really breaking through blocks and fears that hold us back, that keep us stuck in kind of these places where we don't feel like we're being lit up like we keep talking about. Right. So yeah, it's being able to not just be the yoga teacher that's burning my body out and teaching seven days a week, but mm -hmm. also like providing spiritual coursework, um, leading chanting circles, creating um, just a community of people, of like-minded people that want to come together and practice their spirituality and move right. their bodies and breathe together. And yeah, it's been a really nice long journey. And constantly evolving. Constantly evolving. Right? When I first started, literally I was walking into hostels. I was like, <laughs> hi, do you have like any people here that might want to do yoga? And there'd be like people chilled in the hammocks. I'm like, hey, do you want to do yoga with me? And they're like, sure. <laughs> like, how much does it cost? I'm like, donation like whatever right go to the beach with like two people and teach a class and get like three dollars you know and it's like that was so awesome you know after like we're at the high you're like they said yes yeah, yeah. they said yes <laughs> it's like yeah and that's how i had to start and it was just taking that like first little step and then it just kept growing and then their friends would bring their friends and hey i met this person can they mm -hmm. come and all of a sudden i have these big classes that i'm teaching on the beach and now we need to find a new spot and so then i moved to the park and then right. the park isn't um serving during rainy season so now i'm looking for a place to teach right and so just the adaptability of being an entrepreneur is like the key i think of seeking out the solutions to the problems you have to be a solution-based thinker if you're yes. an entrepreneur, like always, because you will sit and you will wallow in your problems. <laughs> well, all it's day. rain season, yeah. so I guess I'm out. Guess I'm done. Guess I'm not paying my bills this month, yeah. right? No, yeah. no, we cannot no. be this way. Yeah. Right. And then pandemic happens, and I'm like, okay, well, we're not allowed to be at the beach anymore. Can, I guess the park is also part of the beach. Didn't know that until they kicked me out of the park and said, "This is the beach." I'm like, no, the beach is the sand. I'm in the grass. <laughs> we're in the grass here. <laughs> Doesn't count. <laughs> um, but no, so that's when I had to kind of move online and. Yeah, it's just been evolving and right now I'm actually moving offline and I'm looking to create a platform of recorded videos mm -hmm. so that I can have more flexibility in my schedule and just the freedom and delivering what I what I love doing, the teaching part and mm -hmm. having people work with their schedules. So Exactly. I think yeah. you'll be serving people on an entirely different level yeah. as well again because let's face it, people have busy schedules. Uh -huh. So sometimes meeting that class time is just not in somebody's yeah. day. And to know <laughs> that they can get home at 11 PM or wake up at 4 AM yeah. and do, and still have that time with you right. and receive that energy from you, who they may personally connect with is going to be, um, again, just a huge game changer. Yeah. Another beautiful piece of the business. Right. Yeah, and it's like I have students in Germany, in the U.S., and Costa Rica. Okay, let's talk time like, zones. Time zones. I'm like, okay, so at 9 a.m. my time, it's 4 p.m. your time, which is 8 a.m. their time. Which so, is yeah. 2 a.m. their time. Yeah, and it's like Australia can't even be a part of this. Yeah, sorry, Australia. <laughs> 
but now you can but now coming soon right which kind of i guess ties into number three because you talked a little bit about the pandemic and number three is what hardships have you faced either in your personal or professional life previous to or as you're growing your business and i know that the pandemic obviously was someone that or something that was felt worldwide but um yeah talk about that um No, the hardships, man, just being an entrepreneur means that you are always out of your comfort zone. Like you are playing so many roles, so many hats. And luckily I'm used to that as being a teacher, right? Like you're also a therapist. You're also, (laughs) you know, the bus driver and you're actually never drove a bus, but you know, you're You're the boo-boo fixer. Yeah. You're the nurse, you're the therapist, you're the mentor, you're all these things. Right. And that, that's the same in being an entrepreneur. So not only am I teaching yoga, I'm also the saleswoman. I'm also marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm also building websites. I'm doing all these things that I have no experience with. And it's just like learning as you go piece by piece. And if you saw just like, the posters that I used to have up around town, like mm-hmm. Flow with Amber, it's like Times New Roman font, like Flow with Amber. And then it's like a million words and then like no images. It's just like the ugliest poster there ever was. <laughs> I'm just envisioning and- somebody standing in front of this poster that's a million words, like you're saying, and like trying to like read through this description. <laughs> it's like Spanish English, like, <laughs> probably terrible Spanish. Um, but no, it's just like all of these pieces that I realized, oh my gosh, I have to do that and that. It's like, I could, people think, oh, she teaches one hour of yoga today. It must be nice. Then she goes and relaxes on the beach. It's like, not no. the case. Yeah, I'm in my house. I'm building my website. I'm marketing. I'm yes, messaging and your people. Your website, I'm, by oh. the way, is absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I know, I know that this would have been so much work because it is not often that one person is a pro in all of these different facets, right? And and so you're you're an amazing yoga instructor. But to know that you have to handle your business on your on your own and your you know your accounting, your sales, yeah. like you said, your your all these different developments, it can be really difficult. And I mean, the first time that I looked at your website, I just remember thinking how professional it was and how easy it was to get through and how it flowed so well. And being an entrepreneur myself, I just recognized all of the work that you had yeah. put into it. Yeah. So it's Thank beautiful. You. You're so welcome. Appreciate you deserve that. it, because most people don't see the back end. Yeah. It can also be a really huge discouraging point for a new entrepreneur because when they get started, they're like, I'm good at yoga. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell this, 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 and they don't account for these other pieces. So when they get to them and they're hard, it's discouraging. And a lot of people will walk away or fold. They'll they'll, they'll fight or flight, (laughs) right? They're fighting I'm out. When we, we have a few choices here, we can learn some things we can learn. And then sometimes you just have to become really good at delegating. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about um, how, when at the beginning you're starting a business, you come to Costa Rica, you're like, okay, so I'm going to do all these things. Then it comes to the point where you have to put out a little bit of money in order to build your business. Uh-huh. And yes, then please. people start <laughs> thinking, oh my, but I have no money. Yeah. How, how I can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm out. I, I can't, I can't, I can't invest any money. No. But to think outside of the box as an entrepreneur would, um, as like trading services, for yes. example, yeah. you know, that is trading skills. Yeah. Bartering. Like, do you know how many yoga classes I've given where I've exchanged for food, where I've exchanged for a Reiki session, for right. a massage, for a video, for a video edit, yes. for some website work? Like if you meet the right people and you just ask for help, like, Hey, I really want this beautiful website, but this is hard for me on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of money. 
universe, please provide someone that can help. And then someone shows up at, at your next yoga class and they're like, hey, I've seen your website. Like, can I, can I maybe help you out in exchange mm -hmm. for a few yoga classes? And you're like, Yes, right? you may. I'm like, yes. what do you do? Oh, I'm yeah. in web design. Oh, are you? Perfect. Yeah. Well, let me, let's I'm, talk. I'm looking at your nice camera right here and I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, we could do a trade with you taking videos for me. And, Truly. Yeah. Like, this is what it's all about. Yes. And it's so important to have other entrepreneurs in your circle. Yes. Um, whether you know nobody right now, I promise you, especially with the power of social media, mm -hmm. if you just start lightly, not pushing, nothing has to be forced, but if you start getting yourself out there and just making relationships trying the yoga class, trying the this, trying to that, people come into your life. And the more that you genuinely put that energy out and you yes. authentically get to know people, having those people, whether they are starting out entrepreneurs or they are entrepreneurs that you consider to be like leap years ahead of you, we all get to learn from one another. Yeah, and it's such mm -hmm. an important space to have. Yeah. That's been so significant in my business. Like the people that that have showed up in my yoga classes are mostly entrepreneurs right. and you know, we're helping each other and we're learning from each other and um, yeah, just not being afraid to ask for help. Like honestly, that's a huge thing. Huge. Yeah. When you're a one man or one woman show, it's <laughs> like, don't be afraid to, you know, ask for help, reach out and the things that you aren't good at, like you don't have to be good at everything. You that's can't. okay. Like, you, can't you can't. Right. I tell right. my There's girls no all way. the time, you can't be good at everything. No. Yeah. You know, when one of them is better at something right. than the other, I'm like, okay, but remember last week when you were way better at this yeah. than the other one was? Uh -huh. And that's okay. Yeah. We all have our strong suits. Yeah, it's time cool. we celebrate them. We're not conforming all to, we yeah. all have to be good at these four subjects and mm -hmm. that's it. That's not the way it works. No. It just isn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, it's beautiful. Mm. Number three, what hardships? Nope, though, we already did that one. <laughs> Number four, if you could go back and tell yourself one thing, what would it be? So my dad has always told me if do something while it feels good and when mm -hmm. it stops feeling good, then stop doing it. I'm like, okay, that seems simple enough. I love that enough. so much. Like literally like do the things that feel good and when they stop feeling good, then you're done with it. Mm -hmm. And just not, it's kind of this idea of non-attachment, right? Like we get attached to things like being a teacher. That was my life. That was my identity. And so even though it wasn't something that was filling me up anymore, I wasn't mm -hmm. feeling good about it. I knew that I needed to stop it because if not, I'm just exhausting myself. My energy is low, creating physical illnesses in your body mm -hmm. because you're still doing something that is not serving you. Right. And that's been the same for me in this yoga business that I've created is it's like, okay, teaching online has been wonderful. I have the most amazing community of people online, but every day I'm waking up stressed out because the internet is crap and because, you know, the sound quality, I don't have the equipment for it. And um, the people like are having trouble signing on and it's just like the stress factor. Right. So instead of waking up like I do when I come to my in-person classes and I'm like, yes, I get to go teach yoga on the beach today. Go chat with a few yeah. ladies. Right. Just like <laughs> yeah. enjoy my morning. Those days kind of stress me out. And so I'm like, okay, this isn't really feeling good anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's time to pivot, adjust, change it. And so what I'm doing now is I'm going to start recording videos and doing um, more of like a monthly membership with video recordings. Right. I've invested in the nice like microphones and yes. I mean, you have this beautiful camera that maybe yes. <laughs> we can exchange. Oh, we got you girl. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, um, and that's exciting to me, like thinking of this platform that I can open up. I met a girl that's a entrepreneur in Denmark and she is a yoga therapist. She's teaching hormonal yoga. Mm -hmm. She has like 700 monthly members. Oh yeah. 
I'm like, what? Uh, and, and the online platform right now obviously is just, it's exploding. Yes. Yeah. Not only do people know that they need to find things that are online right now, but there has been such a, to the, to the people that are willing to just open up a little bit to the responsibility that they have with their bodies. Yeah. They're really noticing that their mental, emotional, and physical self is their responsibility and they're wanting it. They're yeah. needing it. They yes. know that they're needing it and they're looking, they're looking to connect with those people and right now online is a big part of that. Yeah, and it's just like, just like in any system that you're in, you have to roll with the punches, right? And the pendulum will swing one way and you just have to be open to, there goes the funny sound of your air, air conditioner. conditioner. <laughs> it goes <straight laughs> all the weird sounds. But also I just want to mention that when you meet people, when you meet other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and you see what they're doing, let them inspire you. Like let them be like, wow, if this person's doing that, why can't I do that? 100%. And those people open up possibilities to you that maybe you didn't see before. I never thought of like, putting out video recordings and having hundreds of like followers, but now I'm like, I can do that. I can yeah. absolutely do that. And you know what? That brings a huge point that I love to speak on that I don't know if I have in the series yet. And it's that there's more than enough for everybody. Yes. And just because one person is doing online yoga classes doesn't mean that there isn't literally billions of other people there billions. looking for your class yeah. that are going to identify and connect with your energy better yeah. than maybe that other person's. Right. It happened all the time. Even in my, my training studio that I used to work in, we had uh, a number of wonderful trainers and it was, it was not uncommon for just you, you to connect with some people and your type of training and your type of energy of connects with some people better than it does the other. And it had nothing to do with like surface level. I don't like you and I like her. No. It's literally the energy that works with other people's energy yeah. and how they receive things and what motivates them to work harder. And it just, it did so much to teach me. Like even if a person just stopped coming to my classes altogether because they only wanted somebody else's classes, it had nothing to do with, with, to do with, you. with yeah. me. No. It had something to do with what they weren't getting what they needed from this particular yeah. person energy-wise. And that is the truth with everything here, with that's, everything in this world. That's so important too. Like, I sometimes will think of the people that I want to invite to class. And I'm like, actually, I don't want to invite those people to class. Like, those aren't people I resonate with. Yeah. Those aren't people that I vibe with. Why am I like trying to invite them, that's obviously a lack mindset. Like, I don't have enough, I need more. I just I need, need to fill people. the spaces with no, anybody. Right, and it's We like, don't have to do that. And that's how energy works, right? You have this wavelength, and when you meet someone on the same wavelength, you actually multiply and you double your wavelength. Right. And so it's this resonance that happens with two people like me and you easily can have this conversation. <laughs> and it's like easy, but if it was someone that I wasn't on the same energy wavelength mm -hmm. with, it would feel awkward and uncomfortable and we'd probably be, you know, sitting like this. And, right, it wouldn't but, flow like, as easily. Yeah. And that's, I think, so important, like such a good point to bring up as entrepreneurs is like find your people mm -hmm. and serve those people. Serve them. Do just not to... try to serve everyone. Like you're right. not for everyone and everyone's not for you and that's okay. And that's... When you're living in your authentic self as you do, you're going to attract those people, yes. right? Yeah. So important, so beautiful. Like these are these. This is the gold of entrepreneurship. Yeah. I truly believe that gold. because I have honestly, I've been, I've been um, in entrepreneur kind of mindset. I guess in and out for over a decade now, and I've watched and learned. I've invested in many courses for entrepreneur, and I've and I've watched many of my friends go through the ebbs and flows of becoming or unbecoming or giving up. 
and th this is the gold. It's the energy, it's the being authentic, it is showing up as your true self and doing something that you love and as you beautifully said it, not only doing it because it's going to make you money. Yeah. I tell someone if you're gonna go start selling a product, product for somebody else or for a different company or something, just make sure you love that product. Oh, yes. Make sure you love that product so much you can live and breathe and stand behind mm -hmm. that product and it will sell itself. Yeah. You know, like yeah. no matter what what it is, you live and breathe yoga. That's what it is and people can feel that from mm -hmm. you so then it doesn't feel like a forced yeah. movement. Yeah. It's literally what my message was in class today. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was just <laughs> We're yeah. so in flow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, just follow. I was sad I missed class this morning. It's okay. You had to get beautified before. I did. I had to do the things. There were things that needed to be done, but yes. Yeah, all good. Okay, so question number five is what do you think is the difference between you and every other woman out there thinking that they wish they could run their own business but think they can for whatever reason? Mm. I think action. I think the action is like what might set to me apart from other entrepreneurs or right. people that are afraid to start their entrepreneurial potential ship. potential <laughs> entrepreneurship. We're gonna call it a word. It's a word today. <laughs> it is a word. I just said it weird. Um, but anyways, the action that comes with the the vision, right? right? So you get this vision, you're excited about it. It's like something that you could see yourself doing, but then it's like Oh, but that means I have to be seen. Oh, but that means I have to talk to people. Mm -hmm. Oh, but that means I have to like learn this new skill. And so it's just the action step. Like that is the hardest part is taking the first step. If you're a runner or you go exercise, you know, the hardest part is putting your shoes on and tying them and then they're on and you're like, okay, now we're ready. Let's go. But it's like just taking that first step is, um, I think what sets me apart maybe from people that haven't started yet. And right. it's, it's walking into the hostel and awkwardly asking people to come practice with you. Right. Or reaching out to people online and asking if they want to join your class. Um, it's, it's it's making that decision. Yeah. Back home thinking, this isn't serving me. Yeah. And I mean, Sound I'm going your... from here <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to go teach yoga or take my, my yoga um, course yeah. there in Costa Rica. Yeah. Those are big, scary oh my gosh. decisions. And you have to also notice that like once you close one door, like there is always another door opening. Mm -hmm. It's like we talk about in yoga, right? Like you have to create space in your body. If you're like holding all this tension, you're never going to become more flexible because you don't have the, the flexibility in your body. You're not allowing it. Right. So it's like breathe into that space. You need to surrender, soften. Yes. And then you get a little space and oh, I can twist a little further, fold a little deeper. Mm -hmm. So it's the same with this, um, this idea of like letting doors close right. and knowing, hey, that's just created this huge space. I had no idea I was gonna be teaching yoga in Costa Rica. Right. I had, I knew that I wanted to do my yoga training eventually, but that was all that I knew. Right. And when I quit my job, it was like, I quit my job to look for another job. I was like burnt out in my school district, like mm -hmm. just needed a change. So I was like, okay, I'll go look for other jobs. And every listing that I saw, nothing excited me. I right. was like, oh, I don't want to work at that school. That school's too far. I don't like that principal. Da, 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 da. And then it was like, I was in a relationship and we mm -hmm. broke up and I'm like, okay, well there goes my future husband. I thought I was right. going to have like, <laughs> right. never mind. And <laughs> Which maybe was like that last tie yeah. keeping you in physical place. Right. Well, and I lived with him and I lost my house as well. So it was like, okay, goodbye job. Where's goodbye a good boyfriend. place to live? Goodbye house. I guess we'll try Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's amazing. I, that's literally what happened is I was like, okay, well, I can literally go anywhere and mm -hmm. do anything. Like, let's meditate on it. Let's see what comes yes. up. 
and I went to this awesome um, festival. It was like a yoga festival and I just had so much fun. I'm like, you know what? I could do this full time. Like I could just be like this yoga girl just like doing yoga things all the time. Right. Like why not? And um, Tropical Costa Rica called my name and here I am and it's been two years of living here and which is this, amazing. Yeah, and oh, so cool. Even just, I know, I just oh, right, you're just like I I did that. I'm looking at the ocean. <laughs> you can't see the view, but it is a gorgeous view of the ocean. We'll see the view one day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like yeah, I did that. I took the action steps to get here. Mm -hmm. It's not luck, it's not money, it's not it's, it's not someone that beautiful. like yeah, it's it was me. Mm -hmm. I made the decision and I knew that I was not happy where I was and I said I'm going to choose a happy life. Mm -hmm. I know that no matter what, I'm going to have a happy life. And if these things aren't serving me, then I will find something that will. And that's why I'm still here today because this serves me. This is where I feel in my element, in my flow. I changed my name on Instagram right before I left for Costa Rica, Flow with Amber. Right. I have no idea why I changed it, but I was like but then it became your entire and then business it became, name. Yeah, I had a whole other business name. I like had branding for it, and then I was like, "This isn't." There was actually <laughs> someone in town that had the same name that I never saw. Oh, really? Until yeah, like after I did everything, I was like, "Oh no!" Went on my ten-week backpack this is trip. A sign. I, know. <laughs> I had to go on like a backpacking trip by myself and like refine who I was and what right. I wanted to be and all these things, and came back and I was like. I'm flow with Amber and I'm in my flow and I am finding my happiness being here and serving in this way. That's wild. It's wild. It's, yeah. Um, and I wanted to touch on the fact that you said you were out, you know, at this event and you had this thought that I could do this full time and I could do this and this would be so lovely and this would be so cool. So many people have these thoughts and they dismiss them uh -huh. immediately, right. thinking that to yourself, happen. that can't happen. Yeah. That's too crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like that thought process and that feeling of only the fortunate few uh, get to yeah. be happy with what they're doing. And it's not, it's just not that way. And the difference is the action, the action. is the taking action mm -hmm. and being okay with the problem solving like we spoke, out, spoke yeah. about today. It's so damn powerful. Yeah. Solution-based thinking, that is. Solution-based thinking, yes. Is, yeah, the key. Question number six, my friend, is what is your definition of a beautiful life? This. <laughs> you, are, you are living it? This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my definition of a beautiful life. Freedom, independence, peace, um, bliss. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Just all the things that light you up within. I think that's such a key part like is your heart beating fast are you filled with light are you energized are you living your living your best life I know that's such like a cliche thing to say but it is literally I how I feel like yeah I am there's not another place I would rather be there's not another place that I feel at home mm -hmm. like one of my friends just came to visit me and she's like, I just can't picture you anywhere else. And I'm like, neither can I. Like, yeah. this is where I meant to be. And it might not be forever mm -hmm. and, and that's okay too. But right now in the present moment, which is how we all should be living, right? Absolutely. Is for what lights you up right now. This is, this is it. And yeah. I really love how you answered that question because you, you answered it all with feelings, mm. with very simple pinpointed feelings, which if you closed your eyes and you listened to Amber's words with that, it was all feeling and emotion based. This is what a beautiful life encompasses. And you know, 
I get a lot because I talk about the beautiful life a lot and I get people actually on my social media a lot saying oh it's all about it's, it's all about the money or it's all about the Lamborghinis it's all and it, like I'm, I'm like oh but you couldn't be farther from the truth not one person that I've asked this question to has said anything about like monetary things. They've yeah. all said something, not necessarily feeling based. You were the first one to actually say something feeling based um, with that. But it was all just being able to wake up and be passionate about what you're doing yeah. and like living and breathing happiness and freedom in yeah. some way, shape or form is, is what was articulated by each person. Yeah. And I think that's so, so beautiful and mm -hmm. so cool. I feel like close to tears just because I have been reflecting a lot lately lately because it's like a few days past my two-year anniversary of moving here yeah. and just how much that I've gone through to get here and it was hard like there was not it wasn't this easy road it wasn't just like I arrived in Costa Rica and Costa Rica accepted me and all of a sudden I had a booming business like right. no it's been a long time coming and mm -hmm. um, I just feel like really in alignment and I also finally feel at peace with like being alone. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm in a relationship or not, and if I'm close to my family or not, like I can be with myself. And that's like the hugest piece of growth that I've learned from moving here and mm -hmm. from starting this business is like, wow, I've really come back into who I am and who I'm becoming. And it's such a beautiful um, experience to be able to do that. Not a lot of people do that in their life. They might You're right. live their whole life outside of their bodies or outside of um, themselves where they're codependent or they have these things that they attach themselves to. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like for the first time I can genuinely say like, I don't feel attached to anything. Like I am living here presently and enjoying it so much. And whatever is coming is going to be even more beautiful than this, which is hard to imagine. Right. But yeah, it's just trusting and I think that that is also a key word that I want to throw out there is trust because when you're starting something new, of course it's scary, of course it's hard, mm -hmm. but if you just trust and you're following your why, mm -hmm. your dharma, you're you know following this path, you start to see that the universe, God, whatever it is you believe in will take care of the how mm -hmm. and you just really need to figure out your intention behind it. Like if I'm leading with my heart, and I've got my grounded feet, and I talk about that a lot in yoga, mm -hmm. like heart-led, grounded feet, that's when you know that you're in your flow, and that's when you have a beautiful life. That's my that's definition, so, yeah. It's beautiful. I think that <sighs> you are going to do so many beautiful things. I can't wait to see what the next year, two years, 10 years oh. has in store for you. I can't wait to re-interview you a couple years down the road and be right. like, remember that one time? It's gonna be beautiful. Thank you so much for being here today Thank and for you, giving these, everybody out there, these tidbits, these golden nuggets and these tidbits <laughs> of hope and and the truth. The Aww. truth between like, uh, of entrepreneurship and specifically, mm -hmm. you know, female entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jess. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Fempreneur. I just, it's so near and dear to my heart to have these women share their stories, be real, raw, and authentic so that every single woman out there watching this knows that if you have a dream, if you feel a calling to go for it, you absolutely can. You have everything inside of you that you need to get started. Don't give up on yourself. You got this sending you so much love, so many hugs, and all of the powerful vibes in this world. You got this.